Hello, everyone, and welcome to this bonus episode of the Higher Ed Geek Podcast, episode number 84 with Diego Fanera. Uh, so this is uh, one of my episodes. We'll be coming out with one weekly in the month of May. Uh, I've had some great people reach out to uh, talk through some things that are uh, relevant to the current uh, pandemic going on uh, and how institutions and organizations are responding. Uh, so this one is focused mostly on uh, admissions and enrollment and uh, how both the um, NAC, AC, uh, I think is the uh, uh, kind of colloquial name for it, uh, how those uh, recent uh, uh, relaxing of provisions, uh, in addition to the current pandemic, are both kind of coalescing and uh, combining to be uh, having some real tangible impacts on, you know, yield and forecasts uh, for institutions. And uh, Diego is the CEO and co-founder of Unibuddy, so they're kind of uh, plugging into uh, this whole world and helping students have peer-to-peer interactions to make more informed decisions about where they choose to go to college. So uh, really great digital engagement uh, uh, platform and kind of evolution of the work uh, that admission teams are doing uh, all over the country and all over the world. So Diego is uh, uh, bringing a little bit of an international uh, perspective to this as well, which is appreciated. So uh, appreciate uh, your uh, continued support and listening to this episode, uh, which is the bonus episode number 84 with Diego Finera. Cool. We'll go ahead and uh, dive in here. Uh, thank you so much uh, for jumping on to hang out for the podcast here, Diego, and uh, uh, excited to explore um, a little bit of a different uh, kind of area for me, really, of just, uh, you know, things in kind of recruitment and uh, admissions and how this kind of really unique time is being shaped. Uh, you know, there's certain things that I think uh, people might have gotten that are fairly recent developments Uh in terms of uh, different regulations and things, in addition to uh, the really unique time that we're in uh, with the pandemic. But um, before we get to any of that fun stuff, uh, if you want to give everybody a brief introduction of who you are on your professional journey and kind of, you know, how you got to be where you are today through the lens, I guess, of your own kind of college admissions journey. Yeah, thank you, Dustin, to, for having me. For my personal background, um, I, as a prospective student, uh, so that was back in 2011, I grew up in Switzerland um, and I was coming from a, a family as a, a first child going to university. Uh, so from my lens, I really felt a lack of resources uh, to make the right decision, uh, feeling um, empowered, if you want, about um the, the the tools I needed and the information online uh, because I couldn't visit every campuses uh, I was I wanted to apply to uh, so I was looking for innovative way uh, of comparing different universities and different courses uh, and uh, I ended up also reaching out uh, to uh, students at these universities um, and that's one conversation that I had with one university really changed. Uh, my per, my perception of that course um, and uh, that 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 frustration of lack of re- reassurance and resources and at the same time experiencing first head first hand peer to peer really led me to to start Unibody um, and and that's really where the origin came from. Well, yeah. So I guess. Um... You know, uh, yeah, this is a, a venture of yours that's yeah, kind of uh, remedying that, that problem that you yourself faced. So um, if you want to get a little bit deeper and give a little bit more context to um, 
to that core problem that Unibuddy is seeking to uh, solve. And then we'll um, kind of get into all these kind of current event uh, topics. But yeah, just give folks a little bit more of an understanding of uh, Unibuddy and the work that you're doing. Yeah, so coming back as a student myself, uh, when I was feeling alone, uh, when having to make that first crucial decision uh, of which university and, and what degree to choose, um, and um, about making the right choice based on this online information, um, that, that, that's the real problem that we're going to solve, uh, helping students make the right choice. Uh, and the way we do it is through shared human experience, uh, making sure that you have a peers, you have uh, a buddy, as we call it, uh, that uh, will be here uh, to give you this real uh, authentic information um, about this course, about this in- institution, so we launched um, this platform after when I graduated in 2015. Um, and the, the, the basis was just putting in touch prospective students with current student ambassadors uh, that, that were on campus to chat and um, answer all, all of the questions and the worries that prospects might have. And then um, in 2017, we realized the value that we're creating for admission uh, by... Um, increasing uh, their likelihood of students joining the institutions once they receive those um, unique information uh, of real student experiences. So uh, in 2017, we started working with institutions directly, providing uh, the the platform uh, to them as a tool uh, to create more relationships uh, with their prospects. And today we're working with 300 universities uh, around the globe uh, with uh, over 12,000 ambassadors registered on the platform ready to answer questions. And uh, so far, um, in about three years, uh, we've had over 2.5 million conversations between prospects uh, and current students. Wow. Um... Yeah, that's awesome. And I mean, yeah, there's just so much value, I think, in that kind of uh, peer-to-peer, but also sort of the, the you know, that near-peer kind of mentoring and uh, support that happens where, you know, somebody who's just been through something, being able to speak to that and how they, you know, navigated everything. Um, it's really great that you are uh, helping to facilitate that. And so, you know, you Unibuddy is plugging into, you know, yeah, a global, large, uh, kind of network of this world of admissions and enrollment and uh, getting students to uh, the best fit uh, university and program and all those sort of things. So I guess, as, you know, from your point of view and your experience now jumping into that world, you know, how do you see the current state of college student admissions, you know, in the U.S. and globally? I don't know if there's similarities or stark differences, but just what comes to mind in terms of that kind of current state, which obviously has been disrupted quite a bit with the pandemic, but even at large of just like, since, you know, Unibuddy started, you know, whatever comes to mind, I guess, of that kind of current state. Yeah, great question, Dustin. Um, I mean, the the, the crisis, this COVID crisis um, is just accelerating uh, things that were already happening in the past. Uh, So enrollment uh, was uh, already very competitive um, and now it's becoming even more aggressive uh, from an, imbi- an admission standpoint. Um, there's still a lot of unknown. Um, for example, um, the, 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 the entry and fall, is this going to happen on campus, online, uh, an hybrid, um, and uh, the difference between different type of institutions. 
Um, international students as well. Uh, there's a lot of unknowns about travel ban, visa, uh, and it feels like policies are changing all the time and even more um, countries uh, between different countries. Um, so I would say that um, right now, the numbers that started to, to dip down is, is, is going to be accelerated. Uh, there's going to be even more impact uh, on the international numbers. Um, and that's the same happening with other markets that we're working in, like in the UK and Australia, that are overly reliant uh, on international students. So Australia just announced plans to support international students by exempting uh, them from the travel restrictions. And in the UK, um, there was some announcement uh, about putting a cap uh, on the number of students uh, recruited by uh, institutions. Um, so uh, we they're making more of like a fair game, so there are less uh, aggressivity in, in in their enrollment um, tactics. But overall, we're we're seeing um, real support and collaboration uh, within different countries. So we're working with uh, UCAS. Uh, this is the government um, organization uh, for uh, collecting application of prospects. Um, and they're really supporting uh, every UK institutions uh, with uh, partnerships that we have with them to allow every institutions to have um, their student ambassadors on their website uh, to increase their visibility um, and keep reassuring those international students about the state uh, of the entry in September. Yeah, because um, I think that like what sort of resonates i mean just this current moment is affecting everyone all at once in sort of the, the same way and i think the opportunities for you know and it, it keeps coming up for me and things that i read in these podcast interviews of like kind of the networked approach for higher education where you know there can be a lot of opportunity and potential in you know organizations and institutions working together and sort of you know um helping make sure that, you know, students are connected with opportunities that are going to be, uh, you know, positively impactful for them or just, you know, um, that they just get the support that they need. So there, there's, I feel like there's something there that like, even, in, you know, as students are choosing which institution to go to, there can be, you know, maybe opportunities now for them to all collaborate. But um, yeah, I mean, there's certainly just the, the dark cloud of uncertainty right now, you know, in terms of, you know, what is the fall going to look like seems to be the big question as of the recording of this episode. Um, and just trying to uh, have contingency plans. I'm sure uh, you know a lot of uh, institutions kind of developing those. But um, you know whether it's just the forecast for the incoming students, but certainly all the returning students as well. Like what, yeah. what's going to be their experience? But um, so I guess you know um, this is also happening kind of in the aftermath of a um, I know somewhat of a uh, blockbuster uh, kind of headline grabbing um, event of uh, changing and recruiting rules uh, that the um, kind of the alphabet soup of like these different higher ed organizations, but um, NACAC, um, which I know just anecdotally is a major uh, admissions professional organization, which gives these kind of guidelines and uh, sort of, um, you know, professional standards for uh, the functional area of admissions. So um, I guess just for anybody who might not be aware, um, if you want to briefly explain what the changes were and what the impacts that you're seeing uh, on enrollment and admissions in uh, the United States. 
Sure. So, I mean, that was related to my comment um, that, that I mentioned before about um, the, this recruitment has created a very aggressive tactics. Um, and this is on the back of the, the impact uh, of NACAC. So just for a bit of story, uh, that, that was in the fall of 2019. NACAC uh, removed provisions from their ethics code. Uh, so those changes... Um, allow colleges uh, to be more aggressively recruiting students and pursue students at other institutions. The, the issue that I see in this is that this is actually having the opposite effect and uh, turning off uh, students. Students are looking for authenticity. Uh, they're not looking for um, salespeople um, selling them um, the brochures. Um, and we've done a report with Intiad um, last year where we're asking um, hundreds of thousands of students what, what was the most influential part in their decision-making. Uh, and these were students mostly that used Unibody. So that was a report um, alongside our users of prospective students. Um, and... I mean, the majority of them, over 60%, mentioned that the, the, the chat with current students were the most influential part um, of their decision-making. And this was the purpose of Unibody. It's not about recruiting any students. It's about recruiting the best students and sharing the right information to make sure that students know what to expect before coming and joining uh, the institution. And even to our data... Uh, when we, we see that uh, the students are able to chat with someone they can relate to, so it could be someone from the same country or someone from the same programs that they're interested in, um, the chat is much longer. I mean, it's, it's over 50% more, um, more engagement and a longer conversation when the students can relate to each other. So I don't think that this, these new rules um, with more... Um, aggressivity and maybe aggressivity is a strong word uh, but those tactics you know that removes that collaboration and this authenticity um, is the right one today to attract uh, students i feel like that's kind of how it was like captured uh in different publications is like you know yeah you know institutions are gonna be more aggressive in their admissions uh work and outreach and everything so um yeah i mean and the idea that like now it could be just accelerating that trend that was already happening when that kind of uh, restriction was relaxed uh, and um, yeah, just uh, being even that much more competitive now and yeah, institutions kind of taking advantage of, you know, the, you know, being possible for them to be um, a little bit more aggressive, but well, I guess, you know, um, just in terms of like things internationally, I don't know if there's any, again, sort of differences that you're seeing and maybe like the conversations that these students are having with each other or, you know, you know, you kind of spoke to like the length of them or maybe, you know, if you're seeing maybe that they're, you know, or any feedback that you're getting that like students are talking about different things now, or, you know, and, and maybe depending on where they're at that, you know, different things matter. I'm just curious, I guess, they're just kind of carrying that through a little bit more of like, you know, you know, not necessarily like disruptions, but any just like changes that you're seeing and just kind of, you know, how these, uh, you know, students are trying to make decisions and trying to gather information uh, that maybe they weren't doing uh, a year ago, you know, um, when uh, things were more quote unquote normal. Yeah, thanks for asking. I mean, it's, it's funny, we were, as, a, as at the end of April, uh, every end of month, we're actually looking 
into uh, what are the topics uh, most discussed uh, among our, our the prospects and our active st uh, student community on Unibody. And um, what we've been able to see uh, as of the, the, the end of April, so first, um, it was a crazy increase uh, in the number of students uh, signing up uh, on Unibody across all of our platform embedded on university's website. And to give you a number, that was an increase of 90%, a 90 uh, more students signing up to ask questions. So really the need uh, of institutions to rely even more on those digital tool uh, and engagement tool. Um, and most of the, those conversations were also happening on, on a product, um, which is our, the Unibody Live, which allows uh, group discussions. Uh, so prospects can also chat to each other as well as current students and now staff uh, admission staff and and pro, uh, uh, someone from academics can also join those groups, and mm -hmm. um, there was a thousand percent more messages uh, exchanged on those uh, uh, group chats, and the topics that increased uh, the most in frequency asked by students were about finance. So this is really interesting because that shows that now finance more than ever will become one of the driver of prospects on making a decisions. They're looking for reassurance and answers uh, about this topic. Um, so this increase in, in um, number of messages, number of students signing up and linked to that topics, it's really showing you know, the, the concerns today of prospects. So th there's some upside um, that now the, 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 the extension of the 1st of May uh, will allow students uh, for um, making a wiser decision, having more time to make a decision and getting the answers that they need. For international students in particular, they, they might look at staying closer to home um, in, in for, for finance uh, purpose uh, and also that, that reassurance um, that they need right now for the health. But more than ever, um, we strongly believe that building dynamic peer-to-peer -peer, um, digital connection right now uh, to create strong relationships of offer holders and students looking at enrolling in, in September to really open up through those group chats uh, so everyone can ask each other questions and raising those concerns like uh, finance is is the necessity for college um, at, at this time. Well, I'd have to imagine too, it's that a whole kind of, you know, cost and value dilemma of, you know, you could be seeing a high price tag for something, but if, especially, you know, with the possibility of more remote teaching and, you know, online education, uh, you know, having that potentially go on into the fall, you know, I could imagine students being like really scrutinizing and talking to each other about, you know, how well is this being done? Are there the appropriate resources and, you know, uh, those sort of things and seeing like, well, why am I going to pay so much, but, you know, to have them poorly execute uh, this digital education or, um, you know, just maybe speaking to each other, uh, you know, a currently enrolled student about how it's been going so far with that. Uh, pivot and transition so yeah definitely and you know going to universities is is not only the the teaching side um but it's also the the campus experience uh, making friends creating connections so without this it's just about the value for money um and this is what 
really students are looking to answer today. Yeah, like is this investment going to be worthwhile? Like if I'm, I'm you know on campus or not, or yeah, maybe it's like a little mix or something. But you know, yeah, there's so many great platforms and tools you know that allow for you know these student activities boards that still try to like put on programming and build community and those sort of things. So you know, if you're talking with a currently enrolled student and seeing like, wow, they're really doing a great job to make sure that everybody feels included and supported, whether they're on campus or not, then yeah, you know, this is a, you know, wise investment for me to make or, you know, or, you know, I'm going to go somewhere else, you know, that, that just doesn't, you know, seem worth it. Um, but, you know, you, you had mentioned just like you're seeing that like students are really noting that these conversations that they're having uh, through Unibuddy and you know, your platform are really impactful for um, helping them to make informed decisions about uh, where they're going to go to college. So, you know, on the kind of brighter side, the silver linings, like what are any kind of tangible, like positive impacts that you're seeing of like what's being talked about or, you know, just kind of general satisfaction that students are having with their, uh, you know, the choices that they're making of the places that they're going to go and what they're going to study and all that. So, um, yeah, any any cool, good stuff that you can uh, <laughs> share? It'd be, great. It'd be great to hear. Thank you. Um, so the, the one thing we're, we're, we keep asking our users and our students is that, if we want to achieve our mission of helping students making the right choice through shared human experience, we making the right choice, you know, until you join institutions, you will never know if you made the right choice. But for us, before joining is making sure that you're confident about your choice and you're reassured. And now you're more likely to believe that you're, you can make the leap in, in, in saying yes to that institutions and paying deposit and going. And out of our users, um, the, the, we're doing every year a big survey of all of our users and asking them how good we were uh, in increasing their confidence uh, to choose an institution. And our last survey of last year was um, 88%, more than 88% of the, all of the Unibody users, thanks to Unibody and Chappie to current students, that shaped their decisions with more confidence uh, of enroll, enrolling to the institution where they talk to current students. So this is one of the data that we, we take a lot of pride on. And then secondly, then we, we try to ask our institution partners uh, to see if the impact on yield uh, had a repercussion. Because at the end of the day, that's the value why institutions are taking anybody is also to increase their yield by building those peer-to-peer relationships. And one example that we've been pretty proud on to work with uh, in the U.S. was with St. John's University out of the Queens in New York. Um, and their, their experience of, of yield gains um, to, to get the yield up to 26% uh, after using peer-to-peer, which was a big increase um, in their yield. Um, and uh, this year, as a result, now they're taking it to the next level. Um, and this next level... Uh, is about uh, building those virtual events uh, with Unibody uh, per programs, uh, per uh, students' uh, country of origin. So to really go into that personalization uh, of bringing that reassurance and confidence to students so and, and boosting their, their yield for this year again, even during COVID. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's, you know... I'd be curious to see, yeah, I mean, like even during this, you know, isolation uh, time, like if you're doing these, uh, you know, social gatherings or any kind of events and all that kind of stuff, like that has, uh, you know, 
in addition to obviously if they're having a lot of conversations about kind of the dollars and cents of it all, that is also important. But just that feeling of like, hey, there's friendly people here, like fellow students like that are really cool. I get along with like this feels like a community that I want to be a part of and those sort of things like that is also you know, so important and, you know, just making space for that and still, you know, um, aspiring to make sure that, you know, you're uh, having students make well-informed decisions that they're really confident about and excited to be joining your university community. It's like, you know, um, and yeah, you're not having to kind of sell people on it too much, like, because I think sometimes that could be flimsy and why there might be, you know, that drop in yield is like, well, you know, we kind of had this like sizzle and, you know, that grab somebody's attention, but there wasn't the substance to follow it up. But if you're making like personal connections and you feel like really well supported, um, you know, especially with that peer to peer interaction, I feel like, yeah, it's just uh, awesome to see that it really is, um, you know, producing those positive results for, for the students, obviously, but also for, um, the institutions. So, um, so I guess I'm curious, um, you know, I asked this really of like all my guests of anything, um, you know, just out there in the world of like, you know, books, podcasts, uh, documentaries, or anything like that, like stuff that is grabbing your attention, you know, perhaps informing your work or stuff that you just, you know, are con connecting with and engaging with that's helping you relax and have fun. But um, anything that you'd want to give kind of a tip of the hat to that we could include in the show notes of uh, things that you are consuming, any kind of content that uh, comes to mind? Yeah, no, I, I mean, I'm, I will be glad to. Um, so, I mean, as, as as crazy as it sounds, we I've never worked that much, uh, as you can imagine, with with anybody. We've been quite busy in the in in the past few weeks, um, but I've also at the same time um, never had that much time uh, for myself uh, and to reflect on things. And so I've been reading a lot and more meaningful book, um, I would say. And one of the one of the book that was on my list, and I never really find the time. Uh, to sit down and, and consciously um, re read through the page was um, The Power of Now. Um, and that's been an amazing book to read, even given the situation, uh, to be more self-aware um, of um, myself and, and also the people around me. Um, so that, that's been a, a great book. Uh, podcast as well. Um, I'm a big fan of uh, Michael Orn uh, and Jeff Selingo's Future You. Uh, mm -hmm. So that I love it. That keeps me really updated on what's going on uh, surrounding student journey that I love, and especially now the impact of COVID um, on universities and on the news inside uh, higher head. Um, they're sharing some great concise uh, information as well as as the Pi News. Yeah, awesome. I'm, I'm a big fan of Future You as well. Uh, there's some uh, great fellow uh, higher ed podcasters out there. So. Um... Yeah, we'll include all that stuff in the uh, show notes there. But um, is there any other um, preferred ways that you'd want people to connect with you, Unibuddy, or like any resources that you um, have maybe that you'd want to kind of uh, highlight that we would make sure to uh, include in the show notes uh, related to Unibuddy? To, to contact us, uh, it's uh, www.unibuddy.com. Um, and all the informations are there, um, as well as some of uh, the, the, the stories of, of some of uh, students and, and universities. Um, and uh, otherwise, um, we'll, we'll give you some resource to add, uh, I believe, to, to with the podcast. Awesome. Great. So, yeah, folks can definitely check that out. And, yeah, website's got a lot of good stuff as well. And, um, yeah, we'll have all that. And uh, 
yeah, thank you so much, Diego, for uh, taking some time out of your day to, to hang out for the podcast here. All uh, really great stuff. So I appreciate you uh, sharing it all. But um, yeah, I was just uh, looking forward to seeing what uh, more great stuff uh, you and uh, your team there is getting up to. So um, keep up the great work. And uh, thank you so much for taking some time to hang out for the podcast. Thank you so much, Dustin. It's been a pleasure. Thanks for listening to this episode of the podcast. Make sure to rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss an episode. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode of the Higher Ed Geek Podcast.